Yo, what's up? Oh, there we go. Okay. It, it did work. That's good. It did. Okay. Every, everything um, is recording, but I don't have to publish it unless we choose to. All right. So, we're going to do... I can barely did. hear you, though. Can you hear me now? I'm not going to hear you, but it's like... Kind of quiet. My volume's turned all the way up, though. How about now? I have kind of same. It might, well, how about now? It might be my internet. Can you hear me now? I don't know. Let me go outside and see. Yeah, let me get my AirPods. having some problems with my uh with my volume on my phone gotcha nobody's been able to hear me let's see let's see said in my last one can you hear me now same 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 yeah I can hear you it's just like it's like my volume is like halfway down or something Weird. Well, I can hear you really, really clear, and everything will come out really clear. It really does. Um, okay. So I can edit this video at any time. So right now we'll we'll pick a topic, um, whatever you want to talk about. Um, maybe it'd be you know the Gazelle Maxwell trial. She's on trial now. I don't know if you knew that, but she's oh, on yeah. trial as we yep. speak. Um, I already talked about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, kind of, kind of touched on that. Not too much, but we know he's not guilty, whatever. Um, what else we got? We got a lot. Um, you know, really, really, that, that's a big thing, though, the, the trial. That's a yeah, big, why, aren't that they, uh, why aren't they putting that on the news, like Kyle's trial? Yeah, you know, it's like they're using his trial. Well, you know, I seen too. I don't know how true it is. Um, you know, I'll probably have to start like looking at this stuff as I talk about it. But I seen that there was a guy uh, in Florida that case as Kyle with the with the self defense. He defended himself, winded up killing somebody, um, but got you know he stood trial. Uh, I'm sure he got found not guilty too. But he got no media. Um, no media from that no media outlook you know they never talked about it they didn't touch it none of that but yeah, somehow that's how, that's how it they works man the Kyle. yeah they pushed well, the Kyle trial and Kyle was tied to Black Lives Matter protest it wasn't a protest it was a fucking riot but it was a riot but you know you know the media likes to spin it and then when they, he got the not guilty verdict on all charges crazy they shut the fuck up so yeah i mean it was a try it was try it was a try hard from the prosecutors from from the start i mean 
just watching some of it. I didn't watch it all, but just the little bits and pieces I seen that the prosecutor was reaching so hard on all his uh, subjects and everything he had to talk. His talk of points was focal points was just reaching. Everything he talked about, he just was a reach, you know. It nothing seemed to be reality, uh, you know. The way they talked about him defending himself, or you know, uh, you know, everything. Fired. You know, it was all. It was uh, it was all a show from the start. I mean, there was so much video evidence. These prosecutors had nothing to go on, so they're just yeah. trying to they're trying to bait this kid into saying yeah. something he shouldn't say. And you know, the jury wasn't falling for that. So, uh, good for him. I'm glad he's innocent. He should be innocent. And like Kyle said on Tucker Carlson interview, it wasn't him on the stand. It was the Second Amendment. It was the right to self-defense, and the self-defense won. The Second Amendment won. That's right. That's right. Like I was gonna say, had he had lost, had he had lost this trial and got con- got convicted of any charge, whether it had been a minor weapons charge or a you know a attempted murder or manslaughter, whatever they were gonna charge him with, I don't know the exact details. I didn't really look into it because I knew it was never gonna stick. But had he had been charged or had he been convicted guilty of any crime? It would have told the American people that, look, you cannot stand up for yourself. The Second Amendment is bogus. Whether you're being attacked or not, you cannot stand up for yourself. Yeah, You know, and, that, uh, that kind of saved the, the Second Amendment right there. That kind of held it together, uh, you know, because ba- technically the whole trial was was a, a grab at your Second Amendment rights. Whether you can defend what they're pretty much the prosecution was looking for, what's defense and what's not defense in that case. But, you know. Obviously, it was all self-defense. I mean, anyone with a brain from when this first came out and we saw the video, you can fucking tell it's self-defense. Now, there's a gray line where self-defense and murder, it's a very small line. You can cross over it very easily. But anyone with a brain could see that he was being attacked and uh, they try to bring in this oh he's 17 he shouldn't have that gun blah 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 well that's the gun he could legally have he could have that or a shotgun he was Correct. not legally obligated to have a pistol now now let's explain what you're talking about you're talking about in the state of Wisconsin the legal the legal age limit to possess a firearm was not a pistol a firearm is in a shotgun or a rifle or even hell even a musket uh, is yes, I believe I believe the barrel has to be at least 26 inches, and the legal um, limit and age limit is what 17 years old. That's I why believe it's 16 actually. In, in Wisconsin, um, yes, it's either 17 or 16. you know it's a it's what it, you know it was good enough to obviously we know it was 17 at least 17 for him to beat that charge because they were looking for that charge of him possessing a firearm under that's, the that's, limit. That's why it never came up in court. Um, from the prosecutors because they knew he was abiding by the law as far as the firearms laws went. And uh, people tried to say, oh, he crossed state lines. That It doesn't matter. But if people I'm not... Don't, people don't understand that. If I'm reason. not wrong, if I'm not wrong, I could have swore, you know, I don't know what your Facebook shows, but my Facebook, of course, we know Facebook shows certain stuff to certain people. Uh, you know, profile I guess you could say is based differently on what you're going to see and what you're not going to see but I kept seeing a bunch of stuff 
that said, Kyle Rittenhouse could facially could could potentially face charges of uh, you know minor in possession of a weapon. And me being me, you know, I, I, I the little bit I know, which I should have done more research personally. The little bit I knew was you had to be at least 18 or older to possess any kind of firearm. You know, I knew pistol was 20, 21 or older, but I knew, mm-hmm. I knew without doing any research, you had to be 18 or older. So in my mind, just based off seeing that, just based off being an ordinary person, not clicking on any of the links to actually read up on it, I thought for a split second that he might be charged with minor in possession. It wasn't until after the verdict that I found out that you had to be 17 or older to possess a firearm, which made it perfectly legal for him to possess it. Now, what does that yeah. say? That To me, that says the media totally, totally has a grip on everything that you perceive. Everything that you see or everything that you hear, the media has their own little twist on it. Because yeah. had the media had really done their job, they would have stated that you had to be 17 or older to possess the firearm in that state, which I think was Wisconsin, when Winosha, Wisconsin. Which made it completely legal. So the whole time, I, I was under the assumption that uh, that he was possessing the firearm illegally. I thought that that was going to be a charge that stuck. Now that's the media for you. You know, that's the that's the leftist media. Of course, I don't want to go too political. You know, we're speaking about the trial. We're just talking about our opinions, right? Your opinion, yeah. my opinion. Uh, everyday people. We don't want to go too political, but we, you know, there's a right and there's a wrong. And like I said before in my first episode. You don't ever attack a guy, whether you're right or whether you're wrong. You never approach a guy who's got a loaded firearm. I know the other guy he shot had one, pointed it at him. He testified in court to that. That's true. There's no lie about that. The other guy had a fire. One of the guys he shot had a firearm in a pistol. But they proved it in court. But the moral of the story is you don't, you don't, uh, what I'd say, be the aggressor to a guy who's got a firearm. When, and then at the least, the guy was running away. In every video you've seen, he was running away from the confrontation. It wasn't until he got chased down and attacked that he had to use lethal force. You know, thank God he didn't miss any of those shots. Every shot he fired made contact. Thank God, you know, it didn't stray away and hit somebody who didn't deserve to be shot. You know, uh, and that's that. But yeah, he knew there was a problem. He, he was trying to get to the police line to tell them. Yes. Of course, the police weren't doing anything. They weren't doing a Nothing. fucking thing. They were staying out of the way. If anything, they were told uh, to stand down. This kid didn't just show up with a rifle and a fucking medic medic bag to do harm. He he knew laws and shit before he even showed up. He was smart about it. And the fascinating, the only guy that lived out of the people that he shot was the guy that pointed a gun at him <laughs> and, and he got hit with it. a skateboard that guy died yes, he that got guy. fucking kicked in the face him. by another yes. guy that guy died but the one guy with the gun that pointed at him lived yes. and uh, he, he went on stand and said shit that fucking made Kyle innocent at the end yeah yeah it only did harm I think I think him getting on the witness stand only did a uh, freak show that it was i mean the guy first he came out and said that uh he uh he pointed the gun at him you know and he had a gun and he comes up and then he says he had no gun he never pointed a gun at him in it and theoretically if he did he meant to do no harm 
So from the get go, their their eyewitness, uh, which of course is the only one who lived uh, out of the shootings, was a fucking fraud to begin with. You know this whole this whole thing. Not only did it waste taxpayer money, you know it wasted our time. It wasted uh you know valuable time that you'll never get back. You know we knew we knew from the start. If anybody with the brain knew from the start that the verdict was going to be not guilty. I mean, if you thought any otherwise, I don't know what world you're living in, but it's not this one. Uh, no, it's it's you, complete. They made a mockery of him, and I hope he sues CNN, MSNBC. I hope he gets so filthy rich off this. Yes, I it will be amazing, and I bet he will. And uh, <laughs> it, it's gonna be a great day when that happens. And then let's talk about. Uh, you know, I want to. I say I don't want to go too political. I don't want to be too political. But yeah, we we went there. We can we can. Yeah, <laughs> we might as well keep going. I mean, you know, we've already gone there. We let everybody uh, on my show. This show, I highly support the Second Amendment. Uh, you know, whether that be uh, whether you think that might make me a right or left, either way, the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. Whether which party you believe in, it's still going to be the same. Um, but we'll go on from there. We'll talk about. You know Joe Biden and his 36% approval rating of the United States. The latest poll shows Joe Biden has a 36% approval rating. Now I don't know. I'd have to go and look it up. I'd have to search research it right now. Let me do that. Pretty sure that's a record. Yeah, let me check that. Let's see. The lowest. Let's check that out. The lowest approval rating of any president. Uh, Let's see. I know I probably should have checked this before I said anything. You know. No, I think we're working on the improvise. Okay, here we go. We got one lower, and that will be Harry S. Truman at 32%. So we got Joe Biden at 36%. Now, now, let let me get you lying here and make anything sound better than the other. Donald Trump, at the same time of his presidency, at the same amount of time, you know, we're talking Joe Biden at 283 days at a approval rating of 36%. Well, if Donald Trump only had a 37% uh, approval rating the same amount of time, 283 uh, days in. But we all knew from the get-go that that was a witch hunt. It always was for the past four years. But Yeah, that, that was all the Russian bullshit, you know. But why are we not speaking on... Joe Biden's 36% approval rating. Why is nobody talking about that? And like I said before, I might have said before, how does he have a 36% approval rating, but yet he won numbers in certain swing states that he never should have won in? It just, you put two and two together, it doesn't make any sense. It, it I've, said that. I've said it from yes. the beginning, there's no way it's possible. There's no way. No there's way no fucking way. But you can show me numbers all fucking day and it still doesn't fucking make any sense. I'm bad at math, yeah, but it still don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, when you look at the numbers he won by, you know, and there's certain states that we, uh, or I'd say we, where Republicans were supposed to win, uh, you know, there's the certain states every year, every presidency, every presidential election, there's certain states that one side's supposed to win and there's certain states that one other side's supposed to win. Now, how he... This, I want to say he's in his 80s. I, I want to say, I think he's, yeah, he's in his 80s, I think. Maybe in his late 70s. How did this man, 
who uh, never really accomplished anything before in his in all his terms of VP or uh, running, you know, as a Congress member or Senate member, never anything. And uh, you know, you could say the same as Donald Trump, but uh, you know, in political stance, he never really accomplished anything either. But once they get into office and, and you know it starts playing out, uh, the moves they make and what happens, what transpires when they're in office is totally in their control. Whether they want to blame it on the last president, fault that every new president that comes in, every fault they have, most of the time they blame it on the old one. But you start to see this trend in Democratic presidents who every fault they have, yes, they're just like the next. They blame it on the old ones. But every success their predecessor had, they take they take that success. So, like, uh, when Biden came into office uh, and all, you know, everything was well, of course, as a transition, it, you know, uh, nothing crumbles overnight that we can see, that the people can see. What goes on behind closed doors, we never know. But... Uh, nothing crumbles overnight. It takes time for them to to adjust into the the previous presidency, what they were running, the treaties they had. You know, they got to go in and make those whether they're going to back it or not, what they're going to push. Of course, Biden pulls out of almost everything Trump had done, vetoes everything Trump had done, and comes in. Uh, like now, I just seen. Uh, I know this is off topic, but I just seen Biden said he's ready to tap into America's oil supply to help the surge of gas prices. Well, uh, I don't while know also you know, shutting down pipelines. While also shutting down pipelines, but and then and theoretically, uh, President Trump had already done that. He had already um, tapped into the oil supply here. I don't know if you remember, but when he was president at his peak, we were booming. Uh, gas was down, the lowest it had ever been. In the past, you know, uh, 10, 15 years almost since, you know, back when Bush was president. But, you know, they tend to forget about that. And then, uh, you know, and then all this stuff happens. And then we just, like I said, the people just tend to forget. It's almost as if whatever the media says, the, the masses of the people will follow. Whether they say, oh, Biden is the first president ever to tap into the oil supplies and the oil reserves in, in America. But, but Trump wasn't doing it two years ago. I mean, it's just... No credit, you know, and it's like the media nowadays, the mainstream media, I'd say, because I guess, you know, this is a platform of media. I don't want to uh, categorize myself into that. But you know, everything we talk about is, you know, just off the basics of our brain, the basics of our thoughts, you know, nothing, nothing is, um, what do you say? You'd say it, uh, you're not being pushed. You have no agenda to push. I have no agenda to push. We're everyday people. We just talk. These are just our thoughts. Now, if these are our thoughts as us two, regular people uh, in the world, what are the other people's thoughts? Do they agree with us? Do they not agree with us? You know, what's the percentage? What's the real percentage? You know, if, if, if we were to go out day by day, person by person and ask them, what would their opinion be? You know, uh, what the, the media shows is a 36% approval of our president. Now, if you were to go out, would it be lower? Would it be higher? We don't know. All we're relying on is the media. See, we rely on the media for a lot of things, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we should do that. Honestly, I think that's that's one of our biggest problems is the media. That is our biggest problem. The media in this country is is so beyond lost. What could they, you they, this media to? If, if if people do their history, the media Hitler. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, exactly. The, the media that we're, we're seeing today and the propaganda that they're pushing today 
only if you were to pay attention right now, let's say pay attention, but if you have any interest in World War II and what the Nazis were doing, and if they might have seemed, I wouldn't say, uh, not, I'm not saying I'm giving them any right, bragging rights, or I'm not saying I, I, uh, I, I support what they've done, but what I'm saying is, is how they did it, not, not what they did, but how they did it was uh, almost similar into what's happening now is the media. Uh, Joseph Goebbels was the propaganda leader for, uh, for the Nazi, Nazi Germany the whole time when they, from the start to the finish. And what he did was push the Nazi agenda over the media, whether it had been in uh, speeches where he was reaching out to the, the German people or whether it had been in speeches where he was belittling the Jewish people. Whatever he did, he did it through the media. And it somehow resonated with the German people enough to let for the German people to stand by and watch their government slaughter the people they slaughter and do the things they did. And I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but what I'm saying is... It will never it, happen here. It will never happen here. You know, They're, they're, trying, they're trying something. I don't know something what their end game on. is. Like, I really don't know what their end game is. But th- th- it does not going to work. I mean, but you, you know, see MSNBC, CNN, their ratings are in the fucking dumpster. More people watch a Joe Rogan podcast than they fucking do CNN. Fucking, there's no way that there's that many people supporting this president and this mainstream media. I'm off Facebook. I'm done with it. I don't watch the news. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Because it's all bullshit. It's all clickbait. It's all fucking... It's it's just... It's dumb. And I don't believe anything anyone says in the mainstream media. It's like the Even truth. Fox News. Everything. It's almost like everything. It's, it's like, all bullshit. It's like when you hear the word truth and you hear it from our government... You almost, you almost feel like as soon as you hear that word or it's that topic, you almost feel like it's a lie. It's like the more research, the more self-research you do, the more you might understand. Maybe it not be me or you. Maybe we might understand more than other people. Maybe we might have different beliefs than other people. Sure. But when you do your own research and you really stop and think for yourself, self-thinking, not, not thinking as a mass or as a group of people, which would be watching CNN or watching Fox News. Whether we'd like to believe it or not, whether you're right or left, both of the news media outlets, whether it be right or are, are bullshit, propaganda, it's bullshit. It's just, it's just, just for the people to, to be against each other. You know, there should be no division between us. You know, we're, we're all the same people. We're all, you know, we're all human beings, but somehow we, we fall into this trap year after year decade after decade of just fighting against each other and the more we fight against each other the weaker we get but yet the stronger the government gets when i say the government i don't necessarily mean you know just uh government officials or congress or senate you know there's something bigger than that we all know that we always yeah, have there's something definitely bigger than that um yeah you could We've even get known. to these vaccine mandates that are Everyone knows that's unconstitutional. If your company is forcing you to get a, a shot, an injection of some anything, of anything something that we have no body. evidence of long-term effects, you got a problem. The government doesn't give you anything for free, no. but they're they're willing to give you this for free. You yeah, should be sure. a little hesitant. A little bit. 
Okay, because, we have you know, we have plenty of evidence that if you get the vaccine, you will still get corona and you will yes. still spread it. So what the fuck does the vaccine do actually? Okay. You might so, not get as sick, but you still get sick. And like, then we I, don't, again, I don't it, I don't get where where we have to force people against their rights to take something that doesn't really work that well. Yeah, I, it's kind of it's kind of fucked. I always thought that you should be opinionated, opinionated to whatever that goes in your body, whether it be foreign or natural or you know uh, whatever you choose it to be. You should have the choice. At at at, at the last, the, the free will choice, not a not a uh, ultimatum choice where you need to get it or you're gonna lose your job or you need to get it or or you feel obligated to get it because you, you don't get it, they might get sick, whatever. Uh, you know, it's never never in the history that I that I can recall. Of course, I'm only, you know, I'm only young. I, I, you know, I've been around that long. But you know, what I can remember and what I can pull up in, in my own research, there's never been anything like this before. Where the the way they, you know, way they came out with the mandates and the if you don't get it, you'll lose your job, or if you don't get it, you can't attend this event or stuff like that. That that is a big red flag. Uh, why they're pushing it so hard and. And how it came out so fast, and there being uh, there being no explanation, no uh, research on it, and then just saying put, take the jab, or you know, or you're wrong. Uh, I always thought from the beginning that this has been a power grab, and the people who couldn't see it, I, I just don't know why they couldn't see it. I mean, like my grandparents, they went and got the vaccine, both of them, before either one of them ever gotten sick. They got the vaccine, and they still haven't gotten sick. And now my grandpa says, hell, I don't even know why I got it. I never got sick. I haven't been sick. You know, almost like it was, you know, he got fooled into getting it. I mean, whether there has there been any side effects? No, not, you know, nothing that well, anybody that, can that's see. That's good. There's no side effects. My opinion so far, on that is if, if you're older, what do you got to lose by getting it? Not much, right? So maybe if you're older, okay. But if you're 20, 30 years old, and you're in relatively good health, <laughs> like, <laughs> no thanks. <coughs> Fuck. Uh-huh. I had a loogie. Uh-huh. You Don't. can edit that out. Like you're saying, you know, what, if Don't. You're, like you said, if you're in good health and you're, you're doing all right, uh, you know, it's almost like a you have that thought in your head of like, what, what? I did. I haven't gotten the vaccine, nor have I gotten sick. I haven't even gotten it, uh, nor have I even ever been tested for the virus. And it's been, gosh, I don't know how long since this came out, at least a year, if not going on, you know, over a year. I've never been tested for it. I never felt like I've had it. And I've never lived a day in my life uh, fearing it. I mean, it just hasn't been that big of a, uh, you know, obstacle in my life I I got it I got it It wasn't a big deal I was like sick for a day or so common cold Uh, I gave it I gave it to all my co-workers Uh, most of them were vaccinated and they got it 10 times worse than I got it and your symptoms when you got it uh, the first day I had body aches and then um the next day, I noticed I had no smell and taste. And what, what uh, you that lasted for a while. 
And then uh, I had this weird like nausea, like for a few hours every day, like it'd come and go. Like a flu. But I never like threw up or anything. It was just weird. It was a very weird disease. Like it, it affected me weird. Like it wasn't Did the flu. It wasn't a cold. I was fine after the first day. Did you ever hit fever? I had fever the first day. The first day. And now yeah, I'm assuming after that, that's what I made you felt, get tested. Yeah, I just felt odd after that. I didn't after feel that. Odd. I'm assuming when you say odd, I'm assuming you mean flu-like symptoms when you have the flu and you have that funny feeling of you know you're sick, but you just can't figure out what's wrong with you. Right? It wasn't even feeling. like the flu. It was like all of a sudden I get this nausea. Not to like where I'm gonna throw up, but like to where it would last two or three hours. I need to sit down and then go away. And I just take so, fucking ibuprofen and, and you took ibuprofen. You didn't take nothing, nothing prescribed. You never, never no. got nothing. I mean, maybe nothing. You know, over the counter cough medicine no. here and there. So no Joe Rogan bullshit where you went and got. Uh, well, we say bullshit. Now, here's another thing that just popped off the top of my head. Here's how I guess I can fall in the line of being programmed or uh, being listening to the media. When Joe Rogan caught the media, CNN, MSNBC, pushed this narrative that Joe Rogan was taking horse intervention minimum or whatever it's called. It's a, uh, it's a horse tranquilizer. Iverman. They, they came out and pushed this agenda that he was taking this medicine even though he never, ever, ever touched it. And and that's what's crazy to me is... No, he you know, took it. came up with this? He took it. Yeah, he took the... Uh, but it was prescribed, prescribed by an adult yes. version that won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2005 that showed that it has antiviral properties. Um, and Which he luckily had a doctor that would prescribe it to him. Uh, it's not a fucking paste like CNN wanted to describe it as. It's not a horse dewormer. It actually has multiple properties, and no, not, it's not, not FDA done. approved. Well, a lot of stuff isn't FDA approved. We can get exactly. into that. There you go. There's another topic, FDA approved. Um, this might go off a little off topic. You know, of course. Okay. You know, Joe Let me just say this: When is besides COVID? Before COVID, when is anyone ever trusted a pharmaceutical company or the FDA never exactly to save them to save their life let's just say save them to save their life because remember this was a big 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 deal when it first came out I mean hell everybody and their mama if they felt sick were rushing to the doctor or the ER to get a fucking COVID test to figure out what was wrong with them we didn't know what was going on we, had, we all thought we were gonna die exactly this was a big, big, big ordeal, a big fear, big, big part of propaganda is the fear, of, you know, to scare the people. But we talk about FDA, when we talk about the FDA, all about the FDA is what we're told about the FDA or the little research we do about the FDA. Now, we don't, we don't, I mean, there's videos, uh, I can't remember exactly who I've seen this from or heard it from. It's been a, it hasn't been too long, but I can remember off the top of my head. Now, what's the name? What's the name I'm looking for? Is it Rockefeller or is it Rothschild? It's either Rothschild or Rockefeller. Either one. Really? Either one. One of the two. 
Gosh, I'd have to look it up again. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna run on a stretch and say Rothschild. I'm gonna well, they're the banking. I'm gonna say Rock, maybe Rockefeller. John D. He was the head on all the funding of the FDA. Now, uh, gosh, this must have been in the 50s or the 40s, maybe a little bit before. His company, his sole company, with all the money he had. And that's his company. It's the money. Money backs companies. Money, money rules the world. The money he had, he was able to, I guess you could say, infiltrate the FDA or essentially own the FDA. So everything they produced or put out or uh, patented or labeled came through him. You know, he made the ultimate decision. Well, there was a time in medicine, common studies of medicine, where he played a big part. And outlawing, I guess you could say outlawing or, or essentially just mandating all the natural medicines and the natural things you could put into your body to help you from a sickness or from a disease. He outlawed, made those, made those essentially in your brain and my brain at the time, say we would have been alive at the time, said, you know what, since he came out and said they're no good for you and they don't do any good properties for you or your body, don't take those. Then he introduced this new wave of medicine, scientific medicine, with all kinds of lubricants in it, oil, lubricants, I mean, you name it, uh, poisons, artificial, uh, you know, preservatives into the medicine. And that's what became known as our common medicine. So the FDA, essentially this business that approves all the medicines and the vaccines we take, essentially has been, has been compromised. It's been, you know, who knows, 50 years, 40 years, if not longer, you know, and, and every day, uh, us as a as civilization, we wake up and uh, we tend to forget these things. You know, we tend to just uh, live as a, as a whole, as a society. We just keep moving forward. Really, are we going forward? Who knows? Uh, we like to think we are. Uh, you know, our, our central intelligence in our brain would like to think we're moving forward and we're progressing each day. As a whole society, are we really progressing or are we, are we stopping? You know, that's the real question to ask, you know, whether it be left or whether it be right, whether it be a uh, Democrat or, or uh, Republican, the real question as, as a whole, what are we really doing? You know, I feel like that's the real question. What, what are we trying to accomplish as a society? You know, uh, at this point, I feel like society as a whole is uh, going down a real bad path that uh, we might not be able to uh, reverse. You know, yeah, we, I don't know we, your opinion on I don't... that. If we do recover from this somehow, which I don't see happening in the short term at all, um, but going back to the FDA, I mean, they're a federal agency, but you don't think they're controlled? You don't think you don't think money, you know, hand to hand under the table between the pharmaceutical companies and them? You'd be an idiot. I mean, fucking, there's 1,200 drugs a year approved by the FDA that get recalled. But they spit yeah, this fucking vaccine out in nine months, get the FDA approval. Less than nine fucking, months. You're supposed to take it. No, thank you. Yeah, and, and, you're, and you're, you're, you're being unpatriotic if you don't take it. Let's put it that way. What's the one way in, in, in propaganda to fool the American people is to make them feel like they're being unpatriotic or they're being too patriotic. How do you get the American people to back you? It's patriotism. What's more patriotic, you know, what's more patriotic than taking this shot for your country, taking the jab for your, you know, for your fellow American? How, you know, it, it's, it's the things like that that make me wonder, you know, they go to that extent to push an agenda or push, a, push something. 
it's like what what what's really going on because there's the other things that they talk about you know uh i say president trump talked about that they that they totally barred and and uh and outright uh you know totally fact checked i guess you could call it when he was saying you could take uh i think it was hot don't get me wrong i don't know the exact name but he he was saying there's something you could take before they came out with this vaccine it was hydrochloride or it was hydro something hydrochloroquine uh, kind of, i think yeah some kind of medicine yes yes some kind of medicine they already had they already ran tests on it was fda approved to uh to fight off other uh you know whether it been diseases or bacteria but they had this already uh, out and about uh tested researched you know was ready to rock and roll they, they prescribed somehow, it to him at the hot yeah hydrochloric somehow not the somehow, fucking fish tank cleaner no 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 not, yet somehow they the they turned media, it they turned yes. it like evermectin fuck it it's a horse dewormer no it's not i mean yes. it is everything but it's everything not he, he, everything he would suggest they denied so you big you if you just look at it perspective whether you like them or you didn't like them but yet somehow every time he would suggest something that might help they they were to shut it down and, and if you start to realize and in, in, in each presidency term see i didn't start paying attention to politics until uh let's say barack obama see i grew up in the bush era where bush was president when i was you know what i mean too, too young to know what anything was really going on so you know i was uh i wouldn't say blessed or you know who knows at that point you know everything to me is a lie nothing is the truth that we're told but i wouldn't say i was lucky enough but i i grew up in the era where bush was the president so you know uh i was too young to really get into politics when i got into politics was barack obama's second term is when i started to to listen and to to you know observe and maybe listen in here and there on the news channel and uh what i started to realize was you know when he was president the media could never the the mainstream media when i say media i don't mean just fox news or csnbc or msnbc or cnn i just mean as a whole because you know we we both know that most of the media outlets are are owned by the uh, essentially the same person whether it be right or left uh, some of them are owned by the same person so it's really like you're the one being fooled if you're watching that station but that's why i don't watch the news at all point blank period i do not watch the news in my house the news is never on in my house and if it is it's the local news that tells me what's going on in my city but yeah back to what i was saying okay so when he was when barack obama was president i'd have to say what he when he were he got reelected in what 2008 so he went from 8 yeah. to to what it was 8 9 10 11 12 he went to 8 to 12 Well, he was reelected the first time in 8 or he was elected. I let, let me say, let me rephrase that. Elected. His first election was in 2008. That's when uh George George W Bush, not HW, W Bush Jr. left office and Obama took over. So it was his second term. I'm sorry, it was his second term that I started to really pick up because it was in 2016 that uh President Donald Trump, the 45th president, right? I'm the, the 45th. Mm-hmm. Uh or the 40 you know, the 45th president took over well so and that in that short that, that from that four years there's two different four-year periods we're living in right this is how we almost people live their lives on a four-year term but who's gonna run us and in that four-year term it's gonna it's gonna 
look at the government, government, react to the government. Two groups of people is going to be totally different. Who's appeased, who's not appeased, which bills win, which bills don't win. So the whole time in his second term, I'm sure it was in his first term too, but he could never do anything wrong to the uh, to the mainstream media. Of course, on Fox News, everything you've seen, Obama was wrong. He was doing this bad, that bad, that bad. Grew up on that from my family standpoint was Fox News and what he did wrong. But if you look at it from an open standpoint where you're not too much, you don't even know too much, so you're coming in fresh. To me, when you come in fresh is when your mind is the openest because you don't really know you're not persuaded to this side, you're not persuaded to that side, you're kind of just in the middle, you're kind of just listening and observing. And everything that I would observe would be, strangely, would be that he could do no wrong and that everything he was doing was right. So, uh, I will do recall there was in 2008, there was the housing crash, uh, the housing market crash, when all yeah. the houses, you know, the market of the houses just crashed. I mean, houses would go work from 200000 to 50000 the next day type stuff. Uh, but we don't talk about that anymore. The past is the past. We just kind of leave that alone. We tend to forget history as it kind of repeats itself over and over. And I, for, I feel like the more we forget, the more it's going to repeat itself. But fast forward go a little bit longer to before Obama leaves office. We know he's going to leave office. We know that that either it's going to be Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, or Bernie Sanders. Those were the three main figures in that that Trump. Did we think Donald Trump were gonna, was going to win? No, we didn't. No. You didn't. I didn't. I mean, honestly. Nobody we, did. We, no. Nobody did. Nobody could It should have been that. Tulsa Gabbard, but. Yeah. They, the but, DNC fucked her. Donald Trump won. So, with that being said, it was a big, big punch to the, uh, you know, to the, uh, what would you call it? The uh, the uh, industrialized military government we hold. Because uh, people tend to forget our, our government is, is totally backed and funded by this industrial military we have. We have this military that is ferocious. Or not, whether they look at the numbers and, and they say how we're pulling out of this country. Uh, and terrorized industrial government since John F. Kennedy was president. He warned us about it. He was shot and killed about trying to protect us from this this industrialized military that was taking over our government. Everything that our government do is 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 based off of this this military. What we can do to fight, what we can do to defend. That's what our government is based off of. And you know whether we tend to believe that or not, you know, is up to us. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just we could go on and on for days about this stuff. I mean, it's just whether people tend to, to believe it or not. It's if you can get somebody to believe you. And, and, and not so much as to believe you as in to just take it into consideration. It's just for somebody to hear this and put it into a and put and make it into a thought, you know, because you can hear something and not think it. But if you think it, it might catch your attention. And I kind of that's where I would. You know, everybody starts as this patriotic American. The government can do no wrong. The government can't lead you a steer. You know, everything they say is good for you. Everything they do is good for you. Well, it's your job to figure out what is good. And I mean, well, you got it. You got fucking Joe Biden's rating. You know why Joe things are so low? Afghanistan. That will be his legacy as president. He will not serve enough. He probably won't even live to serve another term. 
But he single-handedly fucked that up. 20 years fucked up. 20 he years fucked of it up. He fucked that up so bad. So, so you would say, you would say, uh, you know, whether your uh, whether your stance on polit- uh, politics would be right or left, you would say the situation in Afghanistan when Donald Trump was was in presidency was better than it is today, right? Yes. The situation, situational, like what was going on at the time, whether it, there might have been fighting, I'm not sure, I'd have to research it. I don't know when, let's say there would have been a ceasefire or there hadn't been any when the last attack had been. But I do know that, uh, and, and, and you're agreeing that when Donald Trump was president, uh, we weren't withdrawing from countries that we had war in or, or we had a foot of war in. Uh, we weren't leaving behind military uh, equipment, which to me is treason. When you leave behind the equipment that uh, taxpayers pay for with their hard-earned money, the money we go to work every day for and they take out of our checks and it gets left behind in a foreign country, I mean, uh, that's just a disgrace. It just makes that right there should be enough to wake the people yeah. up. You know, I, I don't I don't like living in a country where I pay t- to fight a war, a meaningless war, and uh, you just leave our shit. Like, uh, Trump was dropping bombs and fucking told our generals, start kicking down doors and killing these motherfuckers. And that's how we fucking annihilated ISIS in a few months. And then you got this motherfucker comes in and says, all right, we're leaving. I just like that, we're week. leaving. We're leaving everything there. Month? We're leaving our interpreters. We're leaving yeah, everyone we're leaving who soldiers. helped us there to die, and we're gonna pull out. And and we're gonna give them the equipment to if they if we decide to come back, we're gonna give them enough equipment to where if we decide to come back, we might face an actual opposition from the equipment we. Leave. Maybe. Fighting, uh, maybe uh, to, <clears throat> you know, the only difference would be the operator. The equipment makes you wonder. The equipment isn't operable. It takes so much maintenance, so much money to maintain, uh, so much training. Uh, There's, there's, and our military destroyed most of it when they left. But the fact that you left it, you left enough for them to get. Like, they could take parts off of that, take parts off of this. Correct. In 10 years' time, they're going to figure this shit out. If not less. And they're going to be able to fucking do whatever the fuck they want with this equipment. You know, to me, to me, when he pulled out, you know, whether it had been to to save lives, you know, what they painted the picture, of course, the mainstream media painted the picture of he was saving lives by pulling out and ending the conflict by pulling out. That's funny. To me, when he pulled out... More civilians died in the (laughs) pull-out than than the fucking military, and we had 13 lives lost. Correct. 13 American lives, soldiers, who were there fighting for a purpose. Because of his his decision. No one... We didn't have exactly. American lives lost in like years before that. Exactly, and not at the hands of our own government. This wasn't this wasn't American lives lost in a mission gone bad. This was American lives lost. 
of our own government from the decisions brought down from the higher up was to was to pull out disengage you know uh, i think a couple of them died from i want i want i don't want to get this wrong but i want to say they were taken off from the air the airstrip and got shot down or or something in there i'm not 100% sure but you know and it's somewhere in that lines you know what he did will will forever go down and then like i said before the how many years we were there i mean we we've been in the early 90s late 80s 89 i want to say maybe we first started going over to the middle east yeah we were in uh iraq afghanistan i mean i mean been, Saddam look was at in the it, 90s, we're 20 years 2000s. 20 fucking years yes of fighting of lost life 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 lost uh you know you could we could go on and then and then for him to just pull out to just leave everything you defended i mean it's like a big big slap in the face i mean we could google how many soldiers lives have been lost in the conflict in the middle east and it's like when you pull away like that you just you just tell those guys you died for nothing yeah, exactly and if you you can't just pull out of a fucking 20 year war on a whim you you just why are we trying to bring fucking why are we trying to stabilize a country and then you just pull out all of a sudden like that doesn't did this guy listen to any general ever I don't think like, he did because I don't think any American general that had the that had the audacity of the American people or even the his own uh, military or, or, or you know uh, branch of, of soldiers would do that to them would, would tell them hey look guys I know you've been over here I know you've been stationed overseas I know you've been away from your families I know you you've given everything you could give to us but you know what the higher up told us you know what we got to go ahead and pack it up and head out leave everything you guys have worked for leave everything you guys have defended let's roll out I mean I mean don't I'd get like me wrong hear- Barack wanted to pull out Trump wanted to pull out but there's a way to do it yeah you can't and just to do it like he did it is fucking insane like he didn't listen to anybody in the military he just I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be good and within what two weeks the Taliban took over the entire country the Taliban like you didn't Let's see that coming that. at all everyone saw Not that ISIS. coming now, remember, not ISIS, not not ISIS or ISS, ISIS, you know, because uh, Barack Obama would never, ever address them as ISIS. Let's let's say ISIS. That would be the political correct way to say it. There's so many regimes, I can't fucking keep yeah. up with their acronyms and shit anymore. We're talking about the Taliban. We're talking about um uh Al Qaeda, Taliban back. You know, we're talking 15 years ago. We're talking the guys that are in the the head of this Taliban. We're in Gitmo. We had them as prisoners. We had them under control. We had them in locks. We had them in chains. We had them locked away. And somehow, I wouldn't say somehow, but we know how. We really know how. They were released by our, our, our last regime. I would say presidency. But when the Democrats are presidents, I say regime. You know, I call it a regime. I mean, I... It's hard to even keep up. You got ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban. They're all terrorist organizations. They're all going to fucking... 
collab with each other in certain ways. And and, and, and everybody, and all those guys you just named off, all those groups or guys or, or whatever you want to call them, terrorist organizations is what we call them. You know, we tend to hype them up a lot more than they really fucking are. But they all have one common goal. And their one common goal is to destroy America. So, with that being said, why we haven't destroyed them yet, why we have we say we possess or we, we say we can do. We, we, we probably, me and you both will probably never know. And then and, and that leads to how are we supposed to be patriotic at this point? How, how are we supposed to want to send our, our children or our, our family members off to fight this war? That we see no end in. We see no win and we see only loss in these wars. How, you know what I mean? How are we supposed to send these guys off with hopes of anything of them? either returning with their tails tucked behind their tails tucked between their legs or coming back in caskets. I mean, there's no win. I mean, so it started with the George Bush administration. It did. This, it really did. Mass destruction weapons and shit. Like, no, it won't. No, Bullshit. it never was. Uh, you know, we all know, uh, you know, most people might not know, maybe maybe anybody who listens to this show. It, like I said before, if anybody actually listens to this show, it's all a... It's all up to the person who wants to click on the show and, and tap in and listen. But if they do decide to listen, they might learn something new every day. I learned this back when I was 15, maybe 16 years old. But, uh, oh, what was that? Osama bin Laden was a CIA operative from the get-go, uh, all the way back from almost, I want to say, close to the Cold War. I know it was I know it was in between the, uh, the, Ru- the Pakistani or the Russian and the Iraqi war, where the Iraqis... Or I say Iraqi and I say a Pakistani, I get confused. Let's just let's bottle them up and say the Middle East. When when Russia decided to invade the Middle East, uh, of course they were unsuccessful. The terrain is completely different. Uh, I watched plenty of documentaries. On, anybody could watch them if they decided to do their own research. You can look it up. Uh, Pakistani versus Russian, or uh, Middle Eastern versus Russian war. They lost that war. But back where I was at, the point I was saying was from that time, Osama bin Laden was, a, was an American CIA operative. He was backed by America. His, his regime or his little militia was backed and influenced, a heavy influence from the U.S. of A. to defeat Russia. Because what, what does the USA want more than uh, maybe, let's say, Iraq uh, losing or Iraq being down is Russia being down. We, we could only you know, uh, late at the mouth of uh, us having, or not necessarily us, but us maybe having a hand in Russia's defeat. Maybe not so as big, but, but just enough to where Russia couldn't invade that territory, which then all of a sudden after that war, uh, we tend to step in. You know, we always tend to step in, I'd say at the worst or the best time, it depends on how you look at it. But we, we tend to step in and we enter these conflicts with, as you can see of today's time, with no wind. No, we we always step in if there's oil involved. But but no sight. I mean, talked about an end of this war. Heard about it a little bit in the the bottom of the uh, bottom administration, beginning of Trump about pulling out. But you know you can never pull out once it starts. I mean, once you pull out, they. Hey, what happened when they pulled out? It just fires back up as soon as you pull out. They're waiting at the at the chance to, for you to pull out. I mean, you know, those guys are just savulating at the chance. And and we gave it to them. We flat out 
we pretty much essentially said take what you want you know uh we'll give you what what we can give and what we got and take it and do what you please with it oh it was the most coward ass response to anything ever that america has ever done it was like hey we give up we're just gonna we're just gonna get out of here um we got enough resources money so fuck y'all and that's why people were falling off of planes because they wanted to get the fuck out because they knew the fucking regime was going to take over the entire country and sure enough they did and it's and it's almost bad think about it It, it's almost bad as let's say the last wars we and a lot of the wars we've been in have been almost absolutely absolutely for nothing it's almost bad as Vietnam where we went to Vietnam to uh essentially nobody really Vietnam war for but I know we fought the Vietnam war for see we had an ally in that war with the French and the French wanted to colonize Vietnam and, and, and have a big hand in Vietnam and the way they played uh, you know, everything they did, you know, they wanted to part in. Well, instead of backing the Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh, I think it was Ho Chi Minh, of course, he made the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Ho Chi Minh, I think he, he sent a letter to our president at the time. I, I can't remember who he was. I'd have to go back. It might have been Nixon. It might have been uh, somebody else. But he sent the letter telling the, the our government how much he admired us and how much he would like to practice democracy in Vietnam and, and uh, you know, uh, pretty much do what we would do if we and yet we some we somehow strayed away from the real means of democracy and helping Vietnam uh, you could say reach their end because France had had this colonial hold on Vietnam for for years and years until until the Vietnam started to fight back and, and that's when we, we stepped in was to help the French so we had to take our ally in the French as we did before in World War II but all that war did was lose American lives, shared American blood, and essentially, uh, uh, you know, could have essentially tore our country apart while we were in that war. And it's almost the same thing that happened in Iraq. Only differences in the Middle East is that in the Middle East, we had, quote unquote, a reason to attack. And that was, of course, for the Twin Towers falling, which is a whole other subject, which we could go into, which we probably won't today. But, you know, it just seems to be almost as history repeats itself over and over with these wars and yet we fight these wars and we send these guys out to these wars to, to essentially you know we think they're dying for our freedom and we celebrate this veterans day and independence well independence day is a lot different than veterans day you know the only independence we really have was the big world war we really ever won was breaking away from from britain after that Every war has been essentially senseless that we've stepped into. Yeah, and, you know, the, who's running the world, you know? Because, of course, the American people don't predict who goes to this war. Because if that was the case, we never would have went to Vietnam. Because the the ratings of the war approval of the people were at all-time lows. That, that was a big problem in the Vietnam War. Was no, The people didn't back that war. But yet, we fought in that war. When you had the Cold War, which was everybody's problem, but uh, you know that didn't turn to bloodshed. Fortunately, nothing. nothing happened. So, but everything else. It's kind of funny how every country has oil, and America every likes this, likes to step in there and just 
oh, we, we'll help you. Yeah, and then, but, uh, and then, and then back home, it's we're <laughs> supposed to be patriotic. We're supposed to back it. You know, it's supposed to be like, you know what? I know you people. You're going almost die for nothing, but we're, we're gonna do it. And when we do it, we want you to be proud of it. And it's like, wow. You know, how could you be proud of that? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the women and men who dedicate their lives to that, and yeah, they're willing to do it. Point. Um, That's a good point. But I think they're doing it based off what the government tells them to do, and that you know, as I know, that isn't always the greatest case. Exactly. It's like what it's like. Will you believe they will lead you a, a, a steer? Will they lead you a steer or will they not? You know, the question is, is what we'll probably leave off on this episode is the question is, does the government have the best interests of the people? And if they do, why have we not progressed even more? Why did we send people to the moon in 1960, but yet today in 2020, it's almost just as hard, if not harder, to send people to the moon now? Why is that? Why is it that we could have done all these things? Let's say we took flight. The first man took flight in the 1930s slash 1920s with the Warner Brothers. Why haven't, you know, why haven't we progressed into anything more? I mean, the plane they took off in almost looks like some of the crop dusters we have today. Why haven't we advanced? And the real question is, have we advanced, but yet we're just being only told a certain amount? It's almost like, to me, it's like, you know it's a rabbit hole you know and that's what this is all about this is rabbit holes and we can go on and on and we oh. run down these holes there's no end i could probably no end. tell you right now i'm borderline we never went to the moon <laughs> i mean i think that's i think question. that was probably a fucking stronghold against the russians and uh uh What's his name? Fucking not Neil Armstrong. He's irrelevant. Uh, the other guy. Buzz? Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Um, he's tried to say multiple times. That we never went. That we never went. You you saw... He slips up. Yeah, he slips up. I've seen it. I've seen the same exact video. He said, you know, yeah, well, maybe we never went. He, he says this all the time. He said on... Um, Colbert? No, it was a Colbert. What's the guy with the red hair? Red uh, hair. fucking... I don't know. There's so many fucking late night shows that I don't fucking care about. But that guy's got red hair. He looks stupid. Uh, anyway, he said to him, Colbert, or whatever his name is, like, I woke up, I was a kid, and, uh, we got up in the middle of the night and we watched you land on the moon. He's like, no, you didn't. You watched animation. We didn't fucking land on the moon. We never did. And let me let me say like here's another one about we talk about moon and we talk about the earth and we talk about the sun and we talk about the stars. Okay. The earth. The earth. When we think of the earth, all we have ever been told of the earth is if it's round. I've I've gone down this hole a couple times with a couple people, especially my grandpa. He always tends to uh, to have the right answer on why I'm wrong. But never has the open enough mind to to just listen, as in two. Okay, if if this Earth is round, round like a globe, like they say it is, 
Are you a flat earther, bro? I'm not saying I'm flat earther, but I'm saying I got an open enough of mind. I got an open, I got an open mind enough to question, right? To I'm just questioning the simple things that they state, right? Now everything yeah, I say is gonna be is gonna be based off of what I've been told, which has been the Earth is round. Now I'm gonna go off and say, how is the Earth round? And if it is round, uh, you know. Here's the thing I, I like the questions is, is if it's round when you get on a plane, you've been on a plane, I've been on a plane, and I don't remember that plane while you're taking off or you're flying ever constantly going down, going down, right? Because the curvature of the earth should be <coughs> every hundred miles, every hundred miles, you should, you should have to go down of a curvature of I say what they say the guy said gosh don't give me lying here I want to say 60 feet or 600 feet anywhere in between there the earth is supposed to curve it's supposed to curve and it's supposed to curve and, it... and, and, and if that's the case if not if you're in a plane you would and you're flying you would fly straight out into the atmosphere and if there was an atmosphere of any kind and it breaks the, the plane between atmosphere and space the plane would stall and, and crash, whatever, right? That would be the case if that were to happen. But it never happens. That doesn't happen. But why is there a tree that says 11 countries sign that says nobody can go to Antarctica without without the, uh, you know, certain credentials or certain places of it? Why is that? Why did Admiral Byrd in the late 40s, early 50s, Send a fleet of warships plus some ships to Antarctica on a special mission. You know, it's just those things you question and you ask why. And they say he did that for, for scientific reasons as exploration. You know, he's an explorer, he's just going to explore. Well, if you're going to explore, why do you bring 12 warships with you? And, and, and you're going into a, an ice tundra where essentially nothing should be able to be there. But yet they had enough. They had enough nerve, or I wouldn't say nerve, but they had enough of a hunch to go there. But nobody asked why. Uh, we, we, that's a whole nother rabbit hole, Antarctica. <laughs> uh, that's just weird. We you ask know, why you know, every time we look up in the sky. You're not even the allowed same. there. That's what I'm saying. There's, a, there's an 11 country, 11 countries signed a treaty. Signed a treaty. Treaty. I want to keep people out of there. That seems like a pretty big deal to me. But, you know, the people, I say the people, I say the masses, the everyday people, and the people we see at the grocery store who don't look your way, those are the people who are just, who are just doing ordinary things who are not looking around like you or me or being attentive people. But uh, those people don't ever ask how. And, and those are the people that that the elite, I would say the elite, or maybe the government, whoever they are, whatever they are, those are the people they need. They need those people to not ask why. What me and you are doing now, asking why, or talking about why, or being having hypothesis on why, is one step closer than the next person. And it's asking I, why. I'm, it's asking. I'm waiting. I am waiting for the black, blacked out SUVs to pull up on my house. <laughs> We probably asked way too many questions about controversy. You know, you know, we do, 
and you know those are the things we do and we ask you know and, and it's not even on this podcast nor it be another be me even speaking to another person in my mind and my subconscious I ask myself these questions every day every night every time I look into the stars and I see the same exact stars I've seen since I was I don't know as long as I can remember looking into the sky I see the same exact stars we always see the same exact stars but yet somehow we're moving 60,000 miles per hour through space and time but yet we see the same exact stars we never leave those stars so if we were moving 60,000 miles per hour for the past 10 years we should have moved a significant space enough to not see the same exact star in the same exact spot but yet somehow we still do somehow the moon is still in the same spot somehow the moon is fixed where we only see one side of the moon and we never see the other side and that's the only only planetary object that we know of or that I know of I wouldn't say we there might be people might be able to you know debunk me on this but it's the only planetary object I know of in this solar system that is fixed and when I say fixed I mean it doesn't rotate itself around us of course it's supposed to rotate or hear me out do we rotate it that's another question but like I said before well, I've seen I've seen videos moved. where you know the these regular depictions of us and the other planets revolving around the sun but you don't understand that the sun is moving at like 63,000 miles an hour through through the Milky Way galaxy like yes like we're actually, we're going somewhere but you don't realize it. Yeah, yeah, but like, you're supposed to be stupid enough to not realize it. You're just it's just it's just happening. It's just happening and there's no way to explain it and and that's just the way it is and that's just the way it's going to be. Um, right? Astro astrophysics is weird. I'm not going to pretend I'm a professional. No. Neither am I. What I'm going to say, what I'm going to say is I'm going to question. I'm going to have the nerve to question what they say. Oh yeah. I question whether their credentials be high or their credentials be low. I mean, it, their answer is just not good enough for me. Whether it's whether it's the answer I want to hear or whether it's the answer I don't want to hear, I think it's all a lie. And I think it's been a lie. I think it's been a lie for a long time. I think that's why everything's changing. I think we've been lied to. Maybe some of the lies have been figured out. Maybe some of them haven't. But yeah, maybe like why I said that before? Why why that you shit's coming out? They've been exactly. pretty quiet about it for a while. Uh, I think religion. And then it just popped back up. I mean, we haven't heard about UFOs and big UFO talk since the 60s, 70s. Of course, we never weren't around for that, but we can pull it up and look at it. That's why I say that the time of gee, we I mean, can easily last, pull anything up and look years, at it. years, it was a big subject, and then all of a sudden, nothing. It's like, it's, a, it's weird to me. And then you, you can get into religion if you want. I go that rabbit hole because well religion we'll, we'll keep religion for another episode we got yeah. episodes well, religion will be another topic I mean that's a long one uh, you know it's a touchy one as I would say the real yeah. real touchy one you know we don't want to offend anybody or we don't you know given we I mean essentially uh, there's no offense in this uh, let me offense in this podcast whether you take offense or you don't I don't care essentially I mean You can be offended. You can not be offended. You can take everything for what it is, and it, it is it's just words, right? Everything it's, we're saying it's just is people with their just words, right? And everybody should be uh, optioned to an opinion. Everybody should be opinionated on opinion. I mean, opinion, if anything, is the only thing you have. If you have anything, it's an opinion. 
and that. Uh, and we'll leave it off on that. We'll leave this episode off on opinions. Everything we've said tonight, and everything we've said, and everything we will say is just an opinion. It's an opinion on your your mind and my mind, and everything we say. Uh, you know, we might not subconsciously agree on. We might we might agree on, but everything is an opinion. And I'll take yours as an opinion, and I'll take your opinion as as of what it is, and you'll take my opinion as what it is, and we'll leave it off on that. Uh, I'm gonna probably change this podcast name to uh, I haven't decided yet. Uh, I guess we'll run with the E and J. Of course, my co-host is not here tonight. Uh, it's just me and Ryan Staggs. Uh, Shout out to you know, Justin. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll probably share this. Uh, maybe on TikTok. Uh, I might share it on TikTok. I'll definitely share it on Facebook. If anybody you know wants to listen or tune in, you might have to download the app. I'm not sure. I'm just running with it as of now. Um, but we'll leave it off on that. Uh, Ryan Staggs, he's our host for our guest for tonight. Uh, as we talked about the topics we talked on, uh, I know. Um, but we'll leave it off on that. Uh, I'll call you later, Ryan. I'll text you later and touch back up on maybe another another podcast episode. Maybe we'll get you back on. You know, we'll see what happens. But absolutely, you know, I'm glad you started the podcast, man. It's cool. Yeah, thanks for being on. Thanks for you know taking your time to uh, talk about your opinion and what you had to. You know, it's appreciated. But uh, until next time, we'll see Keep you later, guys. It. All right. Later. I'll talk to you later. All right. Later.